This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Shane Spiller. Shane is the president and owner of Spiller Furniture, and they serve West Alabama and East Mississippi. Shane, how are you today? How are you doing? Great, Patricia. I, I wish I had me uh, somebody that could introduce me every day like that. That's a great intro. <laughs> I meet some really great people, and you are very involved in our community, and I'm really happy to speak to you. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here, and, and it's uh, an honor. Well, tell us about your business, Shane. Okay. So Spill Furniture and Mattress is a celebrating 75 years uh, this year. And we are a company based in uh, Northport, Alabama, and uh, have, have been in the area since our beginning. But we have 13 locations in West Alabama, and we have two locations in, in East Mississippi. So uh, 13 total locations. Terrific. Well, tell our listeners about your journey, Shane. How did you end up becoming the um, the president of Spiller Furniture? Well, uh, I'm third generation, uh, which not many businesses make it to third generation. So my grandfather started the business in 1948. A little interesting fact, if you, if you look around, you will see a lot of businesses that started in 1948. And the reason for that is that was the end of World War II. My grandfather had a wartime job here in Tuscaloosa, and he was working next to a relative that actually was in the, the furniture and moving business, uh, mostly moving. They would move their customers from one house to the other, and, and they would uh, typically sell furniture that couldn't be used uh, in their new location. So they would use some of that as a, as a sales um, tool. And, um, and so my grandfather started that business after the war, like I said, in 1948. And and it started growing from there. My, my grandfather took over the business shortly after going into business with his, his relative. And then after that, he started selling new furniture. He would order new furniture in and sell it to his customers. And typically he would sell furniture on, on credit. He would, he, would, he would sell it to his customers on time and they would pay a little bit down, a little bit a month. And, um, from there, he, he grew the business, him and his, uh, my, my father, Mike Spiller, they started growing the business. Uh, my dad had three sisters, all three sisters worked in the business. So there were a lot of spillers involved in that, uh, in the business at that time during the sixties and seventies, 1982, my grandfather passed away. Uh, I was nine years old. And uh, when, when that happened, my, my dad was pretty young. He was uh, 35 years old and took over the company at that point, ran the business for a while. My aunts, uh, uh, three, my dad's three sisters, they got out of the business in 1992. And I graduated college here in Tuscaloosa from Alabama in 1995 and began working full-time in the business in, in 95. And been, so you, been, you been stayed in, in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa? Yeah, stayed in Tuscaloosa. That's right. I, um, I, I, I love to talk to other people that have moved into Tuscaloosa or, or maybe didn't, didn't grow up in the area because I've never moved away. I, I went to high school at Hillcrest High School here in Tuscaloosa, went to the University of Alabama, and then I stayed with the family business after that. So I, it's been a, a one place for me. I'm a homeboy. always been in Tuscaloosa, and I love the West Alabama area. I love my hometown, but I do like to get perspective from other people that have never 
or didn't, didn't grow up here in Tuscaloosa and then see what they think about it. And, and anyway, I love my, my town. Well, what do you love about Tuscaloosa, Shane? What is it that you really love about that? Well, I think we're a big, small town. I mean, um, you know, we're, we're not really, really small, but we're not also, we're not really a large community, but having the university influence here in town is, is great because we have a lot of activities, of course, with, with, with all the sports happening, of course, football being the main driver of those sports in Tuscaloosa, but the University of Alabama is just a huge economic engine. It's, uh, it, it just keeps, keeps the town moving forward. Uh, you know, luckily we have great leadership in, in, in Tuscaloosa to, to help us to continue to go in the right direction. Uh, but the University of Alabama, uh, DCH, and of course, Mercedes with all of the um, entities that, that help Mercedes to, to function and operate, those economic driving forces here in town are just kind of one reason I like to be part of it. And, and it's, uh, it's exciting to be part of the, the local business community here in Tuscaloosa. And then also West Alabama, to, to all those people that, that come from West Alabama to Tuscaloosa to, to work. We love to serve those customers in those areas. Yeah, I heard a statistic that said that we have almost 100,000 transient workers who come in from surrounding towns every single day who wow. take advantage of the things going on in Tuscaloosa. And I thought 100,000 sounded really inflated to me, but um, I am assured that that is the amount. And that's tremendous. We have huge growth on a daily basis here. Yeah, we really do. The, the Tuscaloosa community has been growing over the past many years, uh, 20 plus probably. And, and um, the outer, outer line communities, uh, like you said, they, they also thrive because of that. They really do. So can you, um, let's just sort of switch gears here and talk about any misconceptions you hear about your industry? Um, <laughs> well, I would say for the furniture industry, uh, people always say, oh, those furniture prices are just way too high. There's 400% markup on, on furniture. And, um, you know, certainly we have to make a profit to continue to, to be in business. Uh, I would say though, that we, it's a very competitive, uh, industry. There's a, a lot of competitors out there that, that basically keep our prices in check. So we, you know, we can't just charge whatever we want for a piece of furniture or a mattress. We've got to be in line with our competitors and, you know, we, we, uh, we, we make no, I have no shame with making a profit and uh, there have been plenty of years that we don't make a profit. And, and so those, those definitely hurt and, and, and teach me that I've got to continue to be a healthy company so that I can continue my mission here at Spiller Furniture and Mattress, which is to enrich my customer's home. And so that's what I want to do. I want to provide a service for my customers, which is to display the furniture, to have the furniture in my store where a customer can come in and sit on it can lay on that mattress and see how it feels before they take it to their home. And so, you know, having competition that does brick and mortar as well as online competition, like I said, keeps me in line with, with pricing and making sure that I'm providing a value to my customer. And, and so that's the main, probably I would say misconception I, I hear out there all the time for, for um, furniture, the, the industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah. The um, that we tend to think everything is overpriced because we don't think of everything that goes into getting the products that we um, that we sell. And you're, you know, you're you're a large part of our community, and I think you 
proven to the community at large that you provide a great value. You also have your outlet, which is, you know, really a great place to go and shop. Tell me, Shane, what do you do for fun when you're not working? <laughs> well, Patricia, I have five children and uh, four of those are in college um, and uh, they're participating in a lot of activities. We have one that's a volleyball player at the junior college. We have one that's uh, on the bowling team with his college. Um, and uh, my youngest, my 16 year old, he is in soccer. So um, I've got another uh, uh, son that's uh, in music here at Alabama and he participates in a lot of activities there where we get to go and, and watch him perform. So we're, we're generally chasing children on the weekends. Uh, if we're not participating in some University of Alabama football game or something like that, but so chasing children around with soccer, with volleyball, with uh, music, that, that's one, one main thing, but uh, that, that, that keeps us busy. And, um, and my wife works at the University of Alabama, so she's uh, well, well wired there. And we, we, of course, participate in all of her activities where she works, which is the athletic department. And um, so those, those things keep us busy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you have a lot, sounds like you have a lot of fun. Oh, we do. Um, let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about um, a hardship, uh, maybe a life challenge that made you a better person or a better business person. Oh, wow. Um, well, I'll go business first. Um, I would say uh, business wise, we've been through a lot of ups and downs. As I mentioned earlier, we've been through some times where we didn't make a profit there. Uh, the Great Recession back in 2007, eight, nine in that range, that really uh, woke me up to uh, concentrating on my business and learning how to cut expenses. And uh, so we had three years there that were just terribly in, in the red. Uh, our, our business didn't make a profit in that time. And we had to focus on the things that we could control. Uh, some plenty of other things we couldn't control, like at the time, the economy was just in, in a real bad recession. And therefore, our customers were not shopping, they were not buying things. And we had to we had to pull back, we had to figure out what we could do to, to continue to save money, so that we could make a profit. And, and finally, after those three years of hardships, we learned how we could operate more efficiently. And that uh, that in turn, allowed us to have three years on the backside of that with the, the best prof profit profitability that we had ever seen in our business. And so that was a, a great learning tool, like, like we said, with a hardship and just learning how efficient we could be in, in the areas that we could, could cut back on. I would say so, personally, go ahead. Well, I was just going to go with, you know, you, you, you'd said business or personal. I'm going to get a little personal here. I, I, uh, let's see, 12 or 13 years ago, I went through a divorce. Uh, that was a, a tough time in my life, and uh, I get emotional talking about it because it's 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 tough. And so I really empathize with anybody that's that's been through one of those. Um, it, I don't think anybody, uh, of course, plans on having a divorce when you get married. And so after being married for 13 years, went through that. I had three young sons, and uh, that was a that's a tough time to to deal with that. And and I learned a lot of life lessons through it. Um, on the backside, I, I got remarried. And uh, I adopted my two stepdaughters. So um, so now my three boys and, and her two girls that we've combined to have a blended family. And um, again, I, um, if you can hear it in my voice, I, I get very emotional talking about my children and about my personal life with with getting remarried and just ha and having a great 
um, a great life lesson on, on what to appreciate and, and how thankful and blessed I am now to have that, that, that complete family. It sounds like you're centered in all the right things and congratulations, Shane. Congratulations. Thank you. So, um, Let's leave this with one thing you want our listeners to know about Spiller Furniture. Okay. Uh, our mission at Spiller Furniture and Mattress is to enrich our customers' home. We, um, we do that in many ways. And, of course, one of those ways is just to display the furniture in a way that we hope uh, a customer can get a vision for their home and say, you know, what would this look like in my home, in my room? We, uh, we want to provide a service where we can allow the customers to take the furniture home, even if they don't have all the funds right away to do that. So we provide in-house financing at Spiller Furniture and Mattress. We feel like it's a great service that we provide our customers. And, and again, we want to, to help that customer to make their home comfortable and make their home a, a beautiful place and something that they're proud of. And I know that one of my 115 employees that I've got here at Spiller Furniture and Mattress will help our customer to do that by by providing a good service for them and providing um, just a, a great value to them for them to, to, to set up their home and make it comfortable and make it uh, livable. And that's what we want to do. And you're buying local and you're contributing to the local economy. And you got to feel good about that. Right, How can well, listeners learn more about Spiller Furniture? Well, all of the social medias, of course, Facebook and Instagram, Spiller Furniture is there. Uh, of course, online, spillerfurniture.com. We provide, you can look at our furniture there. You can purchase furniture there online if you like. Uh, but we uh, we love to interact with our customers, whether it be in person or online. And uh, we will provide every avenue for our customers to be able to shop and make the best decision and, and, and provide them with the best value for their home. Awesome, Shane. It's been great getting to know you. Thank you for stopping by the studio. Thank you, Patricia. I appreciate the opportunity, and, and I wish uh, that God will bless you and your, uh, your podcast here. Thank you. And you too, Shane. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.